Hey, uh, thanks for listening to the Nick and Big J podcast. We appreciate it. And you know what? It's brought to you by The Advocates. If you've been in an accident, well, call The Advocates, 208-471-4444. Straight from your waking nightmare, it's the Morning After podcast with Nick and Big J. Presented by Treasure Valley Subaru, the Idaho Center's premier pre-owned superstore. With a large selection of cars, SUVs, crossovers, and trucks, and payments as low as $250 a month, Rob and his crew have exactly what you need. And with one of Idaho's largest Subaru service centers, Rob and his crew have got you taken care of with express oil changes in under 45 minutes guaranteed, or it's free. And now, Nick and Big J. Well, morning glory and hallelujah, everybody. It is the morning after with Nick and Big J. We are here, like it or not, on this 11th day of October, (laughs) 2022. My name is Nick. Hey, there's Big J right over there, man. Yeah. Big J, how was the long weekend? It for me. Oh man, it was uh, it was great. It was so busy too. You know, Friday night kicking things off with uh, in this moment and nothing more. Show was great, and then Pride for Twenty Two was just fantastic. It was really fun. I wish uh, more of you had had the chance to come out and celebrate with us. But uh, for those that did, we just had a great time. And uh, Nick, it was great to see you. Good to see you as and, well. And your buddy uh, Brian stopping by. That was a lot of fun. Yeah, it was good to have my. I had a friend in this weekend, and we. Uh, I your cons- birthday friend. My birthday friend. Yes, he only comes in. In and around my birthday. But uh, yes, I, I probably consume more adult beverages in the last five days than I have in maybe <laughs> three years combined. Yeah, me too. <laughs> but Nick doing his best to get me drunk. I wanted to see Big J puke on himself before he had to go up on the stage, and it just didn't <laughs> happen. Did not happen. Yeah. And got to sp- got to spend time with Woodsy and his lovely wife Susan. Yes. That was that was great. So Sunday, um, I uh, just. Uh, tried to recover but then i had family over so we had a big barbecue uh-huh uh, and so yesterday i really did nothing good i did nothing that is what uh long weekends are supposed to be Till later in the afternoon and then there was a project that will begin at some point we have to talk about okay that sounds haunting <laughs> yes haunting for me uh plus today on the show you guys need to select a movie for big j to watch and review for you, which is very nice. That's called Streaming Dumbass. That's coming up. We got to recap the morning after Fantasy Football League. That's going to happen in the 9 o'clock hour. That's presented by Porta Subs. We have all sorts of fun and excitement lined up for you over the course of the next several hours. Uh, we just need you to hold on for a little while while we do this together. We'll start with some music. Smashing Pumpkin's going to kick things off here on the morning after with Nick and Big J on the X Rocks. <laughs> On the morning after with Nick and Big J. Good news, bad news when it comes to gas prices here in the Treasure Valley. The prices in Boise have actually gone down over the last week, which is nice. But the gas prices in the rest of the state have gone up. This according to our good friend Big J Gas Buddy. Oh, hey, Gas Buddy. Yeah. Boise gas prices fell about 3.5 cents per gallon in last week, where it sits at about 4.33. I was, I think it just filled up yesterday at 4.25. Uh, Idaho's average is different. The state's average is 4.40 per gallon, which is about 1.9 cents per gallon higher than last week. But again, I'm not exactly sure how much we care about this currently right now. I mean, we probably should, but I'm not sure how much we do. Appears that we have gone off of the gas price outrage. Big J, agree or disagree? Uh, yeah, but it'll probably swing back around here pretty soon. Oh yeah, sure. No, listen, if it gets right above 450, we'll start bitching again. It's how we rock. Hey, we didn't get a chance to talk about it because, and it feels like it happened like 35 years ago, but Boise State won their second straight game, uh, put up a 40-burger on Fresno State on Saturday, which was nice, so that means they get the milk can again. 
they had uh, basically did it on the ground once again. I mean, uh, they weren't throwing the ball very well. I certainly think we can all agree there, but 316 rushing yards and physical defense play. Uh, that was too much for Fresno State. Again, the game was pretty close in that first half, and then the Broncos used the second half to pull away. And so they grabbed a 40-20 to 20 win. It's been a while since Boise State put up 40 points, so it probably felt good to see that too. Yeah, and it's really good to see that they're finishing the game those last two quarters really strongly. Agreed. Uh, so a nice win by the Broncos to improve to 3-0 undefeated in the Mount West Conference, which really, quite frankly, is all that matters right now when you're sitting at 4-2. You know, yeah, so you got to take care of that before everything else. Uh, only in the world of sports can somebody be so bad at their job that some places cannot wait to pick them up. And that's the story of Matt Rule, who was a pretty good college coach at Baylor, was supposed to be the next big thing when the Carolina Panthers threw a bunch of money his way and really just did absolutely nothing. And got fired on Monday as the head coach of the 49, excuse me, of the uh, Carolina Panthers after a 1-4 record to start this season. And now all they're saying is what college is he going to end up at? Because now he's the hottest name out there in the world of college. But if you remember, he signed a seven-year, $62 million contract back in January of 20, uh, but just managed a 11-27 and 27 record. But he still is owed about $40 million to lead that team to that particular record. So not great. If you're a Panthers fan, and even worse, Baker Mayfield's going to be out a couple weeks. Like, well, is that worse? I'm not sure. Uh, he's got a high ankle sprain. Is going to miss a couple weeks for the Panthers as well. Big J, get ready because Mark Hoppus is working on a memoir about his career and his medical journey. Uh, he was talking to the Hollywood Reporter over the weekend and said that he has started writing a book that he has been commissioned to write and so far he is putting all of the stories he can think of into this book and that includes yes the blink 182 story but also his story through and being a survivor of cancer he's 50 years old and maybe just maybe we've got some new blink 182 music coming as well so that is good news could be a very busy man here soon so if you're a blink 182 fan get ready to head to Barnes and noble do those still exist yeah just making sure Streaming Dumbass on the morning after with Nick and Big J. All right, good people of the Treasure Valley. We're going to go ahead and need your help here. It is time for you to select a movie that Big J will watch and review for you in a 24-hour period. It's called Streaming Dumbass. Going to read you the description of three separate movies, all of them available on some sort of streaming platform or another. And you just have to decide based only on that plot description. No stars, no title, no directed by stuff. Which one of the movies that you would like Big J to watch? It could be a movie that you think Big J would enjoy or you might enjoy, or it could be a movie that you want to torture him with. It is entirely up to you. There are no parameters. It's entirely up to your decision. Just need to text in movie number one, movie number two, or movie number three to the TDS Fiber text line 208-287-1003. Movie that gets the most votes is the one that Big J watches. No questions asked. Are you ready, Big J? Yeah. Now, you had mentioned this last time around, but as we get into Halloween season around these parts, it's time for all of these movies to focus on the horror yeah. genre. So that's what you're getting into. Now, that could be good, but there's a lot of bad horror movies out there, oh, Big J, man, so be careful. so many. Most of them actually are not good. Be careful what you wish for. So here we go. Movie number one. Just a normal week for a couple of best friends in the mid-80s. Navigating life, pop culture, and a paranormal force clinging to one of them. With the help of an exorcist, they are determined to compel the demon back to the pits of hell if it doesn't kill them first. Movie number two. 
A stressed out police officer struggles not to give in to the paranoia that grips his small mountain town as bodies turn up after each full moon. Bodies. And movie number three. After a series of murders and disappearances, a group of professionals are tasked with investigating a nearby building, and it's not long before they uncover a number of strange creatures, and battle soon breaks out. Movie number one, Exercise Me. Movie number two, Full Moon Boogie. And movie number three, Spooky Creature Fight. These are your choices. All you have to do is text in which movie you think Big J should watch. Movie one, movie two, movie three. We will get into the votes, which movie Big J will watch. We'll reveal all the titles of all the movies, and we'll reveal which one he has to review for you coming up next on the X Rocks. That is Finger Eleven. That is Paralyzer here on the morning after with Nick and Big J. And Big J, we need to figure out the results for Streaming Dumbass, sir. Yeah, we do. Have the votes been tabulated? Yes, they have. Then we need what movie came in third place. Uh, Movie coming in third place is movie number one. Movie number one is a new movie on Amazon Prime called My Best Friend's Exorcism. It stars Elsie Fisher and Amaya Miller, and it was the only one of the three that had some comedy undertones to it, Big J. Boo! So I'm sorry, the rest are just straightforward horror movies, but you will not be watching it. What movie came in second place? Uh, Movie number two. That movie is called Wolf of Snow Hollow. That stars former guest of the morning after Jim Cummings and rest in peace Robert Forster in his last movie role oh, as well. Uh, by the way, I-, I know we don't do this usually. This is a fantastic film. Watch we don't do what? I don't usually throw out recommendations oh. in the middle of this, but it's not a movie that you probably are going to watch. But Wolf of Snow Hollow, which is available on Amazon Prime, is terrific. Terrific film. Uh, which means you'll be watching movie number three, Big J. Mm-hmm. This yep. one uh, may be the worst of the bunch. It is called Werewolf Castle, and it stars absolutely <laughs> nobody you've ever heard of. Werewolf Castle. Derek Nelson and Reese Connolly are the stars of Werewolf Castle. You will find this movie on Amazon Prime, and it is uh, apparently uh, kind of like set in Game of Thrones times, because these are knights that go into a castle that try to battle these creatures, and then it turns into a whole werewolf fight. So, the good news is it might be the shortest movie of the bunch. The bad news is you're watching Werewolf Castle. Yeah, that sounds pretty cool. All right, we'll see. I hope you're right. It is available for you to watch on Amazon Prime if you want to play the home game. Werewolf Castle is the movie that you want to watch on Amazon. We'll see exactly how it is around this time tomorrow, which I'm not sure. Do you have any expectations heading into the movie? No, no, other than it's going to be probably off. All right, well, those are probably accurate representations of things. Set the bar low and maybe be surprised. Who knows? With Nick and Big J. Well, Big J, maybe, just maybe, the rest of the world be crawling on their hands and knees to Idaho. Wouldn't that be nice? I, I, maybe? Sure, you made fun of us. Sure. We're behind the times, comically so. But you know what? According to a new study published in M-Bio magazine, which is a leading journal of science, there is a solution, potentially, for some antibiotic-resistant superbugs, and that actual cure is, Big J, potatoes. And guess where you find potatoes, Mother Scratchers? Right here in Idaho. Yeah. Potatoes contain solomyosin, which is uh, an actual kind of mineral and vitamin that can fight fungi. And by finding a way to capture this capability, uh, which is found in potatoes, people and plants can be protected from fungal diseases that are resistant to antibiotics, huh? 
According to the lead doctor of the study, Dr. Miguel Matia, he said that the future needs to be focused on trying to use this antifungal for plant perfection and then later turn it into human medicine. Now, we're, we're, we're still a little bit further away from making sure potatoes can turn into human medicine, but guess what, man? When it does, we're going to be rubbing potatoes all over our everything. Yeah, think of the toppings. Yeah, first start with the potatoes, then the sour cream, and the cheese. bacon chips, the cheese, the chives. What a win. And then you're resistant to all sorts of uh, fungal problems. Doesn't that feel good? And guess what else? You're welcome. You're also insulin resistant. Now we are ways away from this happening. The diabetes jokes, everybody. Oh, man. Guys, that's what you come for. I mean, let's go. Carolina Panthers are looking for a new permanent head coach after firing Matt Rule after a 1-4 and four record to start the season. He is the first coach blown out in the NFL in the new season. He fell to the 49ers 37-15 over the weekend. It was not pretty. He has a record of 11-27. That doesn't mean he's not going to get the $40 million he still loaded because he will. But they're looking. It's going to do it for Rashad Penny's season for the Seattle Seahawks. He broke his leg which is never a good thing, and he's going to miss the rest of the season. He's going to need surgery to stabilize the ankle, and it's going to take some recovery time, so that's it. We got the AL and the NLDS beginning today. Uh, Again, Major League Baseball continues to confound me. In order for this sport to have some sort of relevance, they need to actually be on when people are watching yet they continue to schedule all four games in one day so that nobody can watch anything but one game of baseball and if that game is boring god help you which most are so you'd think that the more primetime opportunities the better off for the sport but alas there are none raiders beat the chiefs 30 to 29 on a really good monday night football game wrapping up week five of the NFL season and Boise State won on Saturday night 40 to 20 over Fresno State to stay undefeated in the Mountain West Conference. Big J, apparently not many of Kim Kardashian's fans were at the Los Angeles Rams game on Sunday. Uh, they showed the Kardashian star on the big board Jumbotron, and despite smiling and blowing the camera a kiss, uh, they booed her and booed her loud, Big J. Uh, I imagine if you, let's say, were the Rams uh, director of fan affinity, you probably heard about that. If I if I knew anything about it, because they want their celebrities to be treated with fear and respect like they're supposed to. Not booed out of the damn stadium, Big J. Yeah, weird turn of events. But this is also, uh, you know, uh, the NFL has a real hard time knowing their crowd anyway. Uh, I present to you the last five Super Bowl halftime shows. While they're good and fine, uh, you know, you, you don't you don't go to the football game and you're not hearing Rihanna pumped over the speakers. You're hearing Metallica and Black Sabbath and all that kind of stuff. But yet they, they seem to be tone deaf to that when it comes to their big things. And much like I imagine most of the people in the crowd aren't exactly keeping up with the Kardashians fans. But I, I know there's a few. There always are. But I just feel like they need to know their Yeah, their you, know, crowd. you know who watched the, the last episode of the Kardashians? Uh, my wife and my daughter. You know who didn't watch any NFL football this weekend? My wife and my daughter. Big J rests his case. Morning after with Nick and Big J. Coming up in a few short minutes, we got ourselves a We're Going to Hell story that will make you proud or sad. One of the two. The morning after with Nick and Big J on 100.3 The X Rocks. West Memphis, Arkansas is where we're going for today's We're Going to Hell story, Big J. And listen. 
if we're being perfectly honest, I know this is something that nobody likes to think about, but it probably happens way more than we like to think about because not everybody that uh, works in these places are dumb and would do something this obvious to get caught, which makes you think how often this stuff happens. I'm talking about a video that was leaked of two Chick-fil-A employees in Arkansas that were shown just hocking loogies in the food that they're serving. Oh, God. In the video, the Ah. employee is seen spitting into the chicken batter several times and then calling it their, quote, secret formula. The restaurant manager, once the video went viral, has called it completely unacceptable, saying that we have very strict standards and high expectations for food safety, team member behavior, and our guest experience. So, of course, they're trying to spin it into a situation where they're like, listen, of course this isn't acceptable. Nobody's pretending that it is. Nobody's going to go. I mean, if there's a video of of any restaurant where somebody that works there spitting in the food, the restaurant's not going to go, yeah, take that. What do you think? That's okay. You know what? We should have put that in the recipe. What did you expect, everyone? No, of course they're going to say this is awful. And it is awful. Yeah. And, in fact, there should be criminal implications here. Uh, And there will be because there's some tainted food involved, and that's not okay. Of course, both these people are also minors that are involved in this, which makes the situation a little bit more complicated than it normally would be. I mean, more importantly, as as a standard to hold, like, if you get caught doing this, you're going to go to jail, man. Yeah, you, you can't mess around with people's food. But again, nobody would have known had they not recorded it and then posted it on their social media as if it's like some sort of trophy were unlocked. So that's not good. Uh, But then again, that goes to kind of show you like how much maybe this stuff goes on in restaurants. You don't know what's going on in the kitchen. I mean, we both worked in fast food. I can honestly say I've never seen anything egregious like that happen in my time. It wasn't like I was there for years and years and years, though. So there's that. But I mean, what else can you do? except for trust that people aren't awful and they are to do their job. So this isn't on the restaurant. I don't think it's part of their training procedure. I just think it's bad people doing bad things. But it doesn't make you feel any better about picking up something quick in the drive-thru, I guess is your point. But I also am trying to figure out what the, the point was of posting this video and recording it. I don't know. I mean, I, I, I suppose if you have angst against the world, uh, I can understand you thinking that spitting in something is going to be your way of evening out the playing field a little bit while incorrect. I mean, at least that, I don't know if I can connect point A to point B there, but my, my point is why you then post that on your, your own social media to obviously show off seems like a really, really stupid thing to do. Yeah. So once again, I guess the lesson is, hey, just maybe take the crown off the uh, sandwich at your order and just make sure you don't see anything. Although this is in the chicken batter. It's not like you would know it was there. Yeah, I mean, even though if you did that, would you know? I mean, maybe this is a glob of mayo or something. I don't know. I'd rather not know. I'd rather just, you know what? Oh, this tastes weird. You'd rather just eat spit. Eat spit. Uh, I guess the uh, just watch out, everybody. I mean, trust no one is the the role that we're moving in this particular day. That's why we go through the drive-through. I'm like, just don't say anything. Just you know, don't make things complicated. Don't make your order complicated. Knock it off. Well, that's the good news, I suppose. Everybody that does that special order knows they get it wrong like 85% of the time, and then you're like, well, at least maybe they didn't screw with it then. 
I mean, they didn't even touch it to take off what I asked them to take off. So at the very least, I'm getting something off an assembly line. So hurrah. Yeah, tomatoes here, but there's not anybody's, uh, you know, extra fluids. I don't notice any snot. So everybody wins. Morning after with Nick and Big J. Oh, you thought we were done talking about Chick-fil-A, Big J? What? We're not. Uh, More information next on the (laughs) X-Rocks. It's Audio Slave. I am the highway here on the morning after with Nick and Big J. And I'm going to rely on your years of expertise for this particular uh, subject because I have my own opinions, but I I don't think I go enough to, for them to be valid, but I will say I was taken aback by the survey. But the uh, the the news of the day is the 2022 drive-through report is in Big J. Oh my God! It is put out every year by QSR Magazine, which is a customer service magazine, and it ranks the fast food drive-throughs on three profound uh, kind of categories: convenience, speed of service, and order accuracy. And we can tell you what the fastest and what the slowest drive-throughs are when it comes to mostly nationwide chains, which means things like In-N-Out are not in the equation, but other places are. Like, they've combined Hardee's and Carl's Jr., obviously, as a nationwide kind of thing. So I ask you, Big J, just on a pure guess, if you had to say, what's the fastest this drive through you deal with on the regular what would it be uh on the regular yeah and i don't i don't know i mean i don't because like everything's gonna have inconsistencies how much is regular uh well i'm guessing you know if you're like i need a quick meal i know this drive through is going to be at least the fastest of the bunch this is where i'm gonna go i don't know i mean i'm usually not in that much of a hurry but uh i would say uh you know the one that seems to be impressive uh is on a regular basis consistent would be mcdonald's okay uh, McDonald's came in at number nine on Jesus. the list. Uh, the slowest drive through from a national chain, it's kind of what surprised me. Chick-fil-A came in at 10th place on the survey. The slowest drive through Now, the counter to that is Chick-fil-A also had the highest order acceptance rate right, meaning they got your order correct right. the most amount of times. So you're paying sometimes for that accuracy. And then also it is the busiest drive through of all the actual national chains according to what they surveyed. So more cars means it's going to take a little bit longer wow. for you to get through. But it was the fastest that surprised me in this survey because I, I don't go to this drive through a lot but whenever I do, it's always packed and it always takes me forever and it doesn't matter which location I'm going to. And that's more along the lines of how popular it is than anything else but the number one fastest drive-through in the u.s for this year was taco bell which shocked me because like i said every time i go i'm always in a line like seven cars deep yeah. and it takes forever to get through that drive-through just because they're busy now that's impressive to me number two is a location that we don't have here in boise that's dunkin donuts kfc was three Arby's was four burger king was five hardy six wendy's carl's jr and then mcdonald's and chick-fil-a rounding out the top 10 now when it comes i already told you the most accurate big j of those particular national fast food lines which one thing do you think gets your order wrong the most um gosh you know i mean i don't i don't so far for me not really i don't have any that gets super wrong you get upset when you don't get enough sauce in a particular yeah, bag but you sure. but you do ask for extra sauce right so when they don't give it to you do you consider that an incorrect order no okay no. that's just them uh, not knowing how much sauce you as a human yeah, being yeah. that puts a ridiculous but, amount i mean of they sauce don't take meat. me seriously i want a handful right you need more than that 
You need a bag full of sauce. Uh, the answer, by the way, is Wendy's. It's the one that you are most likely to get a special order kind of incorrect wow. for whatever reason. None of these are through the roof, by the way. It's not like uh, these are in completely egregious and nobody's doing their job. Like The accuracy rate is relatively high for all of the drive-thrus. I mean, even if you'll say, uh, I highly doubt that if you go to a drive-thru like 10 times in a week, most of your orders are going to be correct. Agree or disagree, Big J? Uh, it seems that way, yeah. It's the incorrect orders that stand out and make you upset, but really, you're, they're not happening as much as you think they are. And if they do, you usually walk away. So, way to go. Uh, others that are very accurate, by the way, uh, Arby's, McDonald's, and Burger King. So, right next to Chick-fil-A, as far as accuracy is concerned. So, considering how many cars and people go through, a tip of the cap to everybody. But now you know there is a uh, drive through survey that's conducted every year, and now you know the results. After with Nick and Big J. Well, Big J, it is official. When you get up in the morning, you look in the mirror and you go, man, I look like crap. You're right. I mean, but it's not your fault, dude. It's not your fault. Right, you do look like crap. It's all about what you were born as. And it's weird, but the study is over. The Journal of Gerontology just wrapped up a 60-year study, Big J, where they studied the effects of aging in men and women, and they wanted to try to make this as accurate as possible. So what they did was, for 60 years, they tracked the biological age of 2,240 sets of twins. Now, all of these were brother-sister twins, and so what they did was they basically tracked, okay, how is the female in the equation aging as to uh, comparison to the man? You understand? Yeah. And it turns out once you hit the age of 40, you start to advance in age much, much greater biologically if you're a man than you're a woman. Basically, you age faster if you're a man. By the time you're 50, you're four years older than your female counterparts internally from a biological standpoint. Now, younger men, as you're younger, you have an age difference of about 1.2 years. And then when lifestyles are accounted for, women tend to age better no matter what. But one theory is basically that estrogen has a beneficial health impact for the biological bodies of women. And so that's why maybe they age a little bit better. Now, this doesn't mean anything as far as, you know, life expectancy or to that point. They're just saying, hey, your innards age a lot faster because of your makeup. When you're a dude. So now you know. So really, internally, Big J, you're sitting at about 49 right now. Maybe closer to 50. How do you feel? Pretty old. About that age? Pretty damn old. (laughs) Boise State wins on Saturday night. Haven't had a chance to talk about that yet. They uh, doubled up Fresno State 40-20 to final score. Another impressive run performance from the offense. 316 total yards, but a really good second half again closed out the game and gave the Broncos their first 40-point game in a very long time. Nice to have Dirk Cutter back, Big J, question mark? Yeah, I think so, man. I believe so as well. halftime adjustments. The adjustments are the key. Had a hell of a game last night on Monday Night Football. Raiders uh, ended up uh, losing to the Kansas City Chiefs 30-29. to uh, It was a close game. And then uh, Devontae Adams, the wide receiver for the Raiders, was frustrated after losing the game and then ended up pushing a cameraman to the ground who was crossing in front of him, but not on purpose, just didn't see him. But Devontae Adams did not want anybody in his way. It was it not like a, he saw him to me. <laughs> it does look like he saw Well, I'm, I'm talking he about Devontae pushed. Adams saw him. I'm, I don't think the cameraman oh, saw yeah, Devontae no, no, when he was crossing in front of him. But either way, he pushed him to the ground, which was not a good look 
for the Raiders. They maybe think that he's going to get suspended for this. He did apologize during the post-game interviews, but still not great. He also ran out and apologized to the cameraman. True, but, uh, I mean, you know, not exactly a a, a great look for him. Uh, Raiders, by the way, not a great look for that team either. They're 1-4 heading into their bye week when a lot of people thought they would challenge for that uh, division title, maybe even the Super Bowl, but it does not appear to be the case, at least so far this season. And Big J, uh, have you watched any of the Kenneth Branagh Agatha Christie films? Oh, of course, no. Uh, you well, you might have. It's got a lot of people in there that you enjoy, which maybe I thought you might go along for the ride. And I don't think you're adverse per se to mysteries movies. You enjoy Knives Out, but uh, Kenneth Branagh has made two. He started with Murder on the Orient Express, which had Daisy Ridley, of course, from Star Wars. It also had himself, along with Johnny Depp, in it. And then he followed that up with, uh, I guess, a Death on the Nile, and that had Gal Gadot in it. It also had uh, Arnie Hammer, which was not a good look at the time, which is probably why it didn't do great at the box office. But they also, they're pretty okay movies. There's nothing, like, egregiously bad about them. There's nothing amazing about them, but... Studios keep making money because stars keep attaching themselves to these movies. And so there will be a third one based on an Agatha Christie novel. It'll be called A Haunting in Venice. Uh, Tina Fey's already on board. So is Michelle Yeoh. So uh, there's already star power attached. And apparently it will open late next year. And you will get another adventure in the Agatha Christie movie series that Kenneth Branagh is doing. If you enjoy those mystery things. And maybe with Glass Onion coming out later on this year, you'll have an idea. If you're into that, that's going to be happening on Netflix here soon as well. With Nick and Big J. Well, we might not have a concert here every night this week, but we got some concerts on the way that are pretty damn good, including I Prevail and Pierce the Veil happening November 1st at the Rev Center. We'll get you set up with tickets to that if you can beat me at Pop Culture Smackdown. Here comes our phone number, 208-287-1003. If you'd like to see I Prevail live, now would be the time to get on the phone because that's when you're going to play Pop Culture Smackdown against Big J in order to claim it. Now, I will preface this. We are going to walk into a category that Big J is pretty strong in. So I want you to know that going forward, but I wish everybody the best of luck. Hello, The X. How's it going? We're good, man. What's your name? Austin. All right, Austin, you're up first. Austin, at least for the time being, which supermodel is Tom Brady married to? I am not sure what her name is. Good for you. Any name that comes to your mind? No, I don't I don't know that one. That's all right. It's a good, as Big J said, but it is fairly popular culture. Hello, The X. Hey, what's up? Hey, man, we need to know, at least for the time being, what supermodel is Tom Brady married to? Uh, Giselle, that's uh, all I know. I'll take first names. Right. Not a lot of Giselles all out right. there. We'll take it. Big J, what protein often pairs with waffles on a southern menu? Chicken. That is correct. Right. Chicken. Damn you. And waffles. Well, here's a here's a bunch of stuff he's good at. Yeah. Food. It's going to be food Son trivia for you because today is National Southern Food Day. Big J. Excuse me. I'm sorry. Uh, what was your name on the phone? Tim. Tim. Uh, Whitney Houston topped the pop charts in the 90s with her version of what patriotic song? Was it God Bless America, America the Beautiful, or the Star Spangled Banner? God bless America. No. Nope. Wrong. But indeed, Big J, right? Mm-hmm. Hello, the X. Indeed. 
Hello. Hello. Hey, Whitney Houston hit the pop charts with her version of what patriotic song? God Bless America, America the Beautiful, or the Star Spangled Banner? Star Spangled Banner. That is correct. Right. Did so at Super Bowl 25. Big J, what fruit is the base of a super popular southern dessert pudding? It's on almost every southern menu that you go to. This particular type of pudding. It's a pudding. Yes. And it's a fruit. Yes. These are correct. Banana pudding? Banana pudding is right. Right. That is correct. (laughs) Back to you. Uh, What state has state claim as the birthplace of chocolate chip cookies? Is it Georgia? Oh, hang on. I'm going to give you choices. (laughs) Georgia, New Jersey, or Massachusetts? Oh. That's why I ran uh, off the choices. (laughs) uh, Massachusetts? That is correct. Well done. Big J, uh, what is the main ingredient in grits, which is a big southern favorite? Uh, the main ingredient? Yep. I mean, corn? Yeah, that is correct. Right. Look at you knowing your southern cooking. I told yeah. you. Well, it I ate was... fat for nothing. <laughs> it's not going to be. We were able to put this to good use. Well done. Uh, who was the first person to commit a murder on the HBO series Game of Thrones? Was it Ned Stark, Khal Drago, or Daenerys Targaryen? Ned Stark. That is correct. Well done. Right. Big J, what breed of dog is the current reigning champ of the Westminster Dog Show? Hot dog. Hot dog. You know that's not right. It's not all food questions. I thought it was food. Oh, damn it. (laughs) I'll let you give an actual guess. Oh, um, let's go with Corgi. Corgi's always going to be wrong. Because that's the only breed of dog you know, so I'm not going to throw you that much of a (laughs) layup. I know other breeds. Uh, I just was wishful thinking. The answer is Bloodhound. Bloodhound is the reigning champion. Congratulations. You've got tickets to I Prevail happening November 1st at the Rev Center. Please hold on tight. We'll get you all your information. Morning After with Nick and Big J, and we got some headlines for you. They're happening next on the X Rocks. On the Morning After with Nick and Big J. Headlines are as follows, Big J. That's not allowed. Crystal Skull style, and didn't expect that. Crystal Skull style. A Fort Myers man decided to stay in his home and ignore the evacuation order when Hurricane Ian hit, and then the water began to rise. Big J, what does he do? During Hurricane Ian, his name was George Andred. He went upstairs to a neighbor's department to try to get away from some water as it was rising. Next thing you know, he had to ride out the rest of the hurricane in a refrigerator, Big J, because his own bottom floor apartment was flooded. He said the water just kept rising and rising and rising, but fortunately, the water levels were able to go down before he ran out of air, but uh, he rode it out in a refrigerator, just like Indiana Jones survived a nuclear blast in a refrigerator, remember? Man, those things come in handy. Yeah, this is the second people hiding in refrigerator stories that have worked out for them. Now, the other side to this is very important. That is, he used it kind of like a boat, meaning he didn't close himself in the refrigerator. It was open, which is the problem that people have with the refrigerators. Now, in the movie, Indiana Jones closes himself in the refrigerator. And different different kind of refrigerator, too, by the way. Yes, you're absolutely right. Uh, Different time, different kind of refrigerator, different type of circumstances, but not recommended. Certainly don't close yourself in one, so watch out. But it worked out for him. Thankfully, he's okay. House is ruined, though, of course. That's not allowed or didn't expect that. That's not allowed. Passenger Sherry Sullivan is accused of causing a commotion on a United Airlines flight from Miami to D.C. She apparently twisted the arm and then a breast belonging to a flight crew member. The flight crew had to handcuffed and subdue the woman who claimed she had taken a hallucinogenic drug before the flight. Not ideal, guys. 
She said that she was totally surprised that she acted this way after consuming it, according to an affidavit. What? She apologized and is set to appear in court this week, and apparently the mushroom that she took made her want to twist things, including arms and breasts of flight crew members. Jesus. United Airlines released a statement thanking their crew for handling the situation and reminding people, hey, stay far off the mushrooms if you're going to fly. You never know how you're going to react to that particular stuff. And you don't want to end up in jail or on a no-fly list. Do you, question mark? Probably no. not. Answer is no. Probably. Wrap it up with didn't expect that. When you're applying for a job with the local sheriff's office, you probably want to make sure you're number one, qualified for that job. Number two, not a fugitive from justice. And unfortunately, 27-year-old Z. Johnson of New Jersey applied for a security card job with the Hudson County Sheriff's Office. Officers conducted a routine background check and found out that Z had multiple outstanding warrants for failing to appear in court on both fraud and traffic charges. So then the detective, instead of asking Z to do an interview, went down to the house and placed him under arrest and then searched the home and found a bunch of stolen credit cards, which added to additional criminal charges on top of what you already was being arrested for. So yeah, don't be a full-on criminal and expect to get a job at a sheriff's office. It may work out in some cases, but odds are you're probably going to get in more trouble as evidenced here. Yeah, no kidding. Bad idea. I mean, I guess, you know, keep your enemies close. I, I understand the saying, but sometimes that's just a little bit too close and you're, you know, putting yourself on a radar that you probably don't want to be on. Lesson learned with jail time. Morning After with Nick and Big J. There's your headlines. You're up to date on everything. That is Soundgarden here on the Morning After with Nick and Big J. And Mary, Mother of God. It's time to recap the Morning After Fantasy Football League. Week number five presented by Porta Subs. Big J, I think things turned out pretty well for you this week. Agree or disagree? Yeah, man. Going up against Peacemakers, Vigilantes, a.k.a. Dell, who, uh, you know, listen, I, it's been a long time, I think, since I've actually beat Dell. So uh, going into this, I was not, uh, you know, you never know because he's sneaky. He's, uh, he's pretty damn good at fantasy football. And so uh, I thought, hey, I need to make some moves here. And I picked up uh, the Broncos defense. Now, they played Thursday night. They're going against the Indianapolis Colts, the worst team in the NFL, if you ask me. Uh, and uh, that paid off because it got me 14 points. A good way to start out uh, the week. And uh, early morning game on Sunday, Aaron Rodgers and the Green Bay Packers uh, out there going against the New York Giants in London. And uh, listen, I mean, you know, I, I, I don't expect a ton of points coming from Aaron Rodgers generally, but he is pretty consistent and got me almost 17 points, so I'll take it. I had four other players uh, in my lineup uh, score over 20 points, so that's always a good sign. Derrick Henry getting me 27 points. Uh, Jeff Wilson Jr., the running back for the San Francisco 49ers, I think the only guy in the team that isn't injured at this point. Uh, he has uh, got me 20 points there. Stefan Diggs, 24 points, and Marquise uh, Hollywood Brown for the Arizona Cardinals got me 21 points. Had to fill in on tight end, so I t- picked up uh, Mike. Uh, well, I put in Mike Gasecki, and he only got me four points. Robert Woods only managed seven points as well, and then Robbie Gould, who's a kicker for the 49ers, uh, he got me six points before having to uh, leave the game with an injury of his own. And uh, I-, I thought, you know what, I scored decent enough, but you know, Dell has got uh, Lamar Jackson, and he had. Um, 
uh, also Jamar Chase going on Sunday night. And I'm like, man, if it turns into, uh, you know, uh, an offensive type of game for both of those guys, I could be in trouble. But uh, Lamar Jackson had a subpar game, 14 points from him. Uh, Dalvin Cook got uh, Dell a pretty decent amount there with 26 points. But, you know, those uh, that was not enough to uh, to stave off my guys. And uh, Jamar Chase only got 12 points. He got um, uh, some uh, some points out of Pickens, a uh, wide receiver for Pittsburgh with 14 points, but the rest of his team uh, didn't get past the double-digit factor. So I won 141, uh, 98 to 108, 96. So uh, it was a close one, but I'll take it, man. I mean, I don't know. 30 points seems like a pretty... To uh, me, it's close. <laughs> it's a pretty well-deserved victory. And congratulations, you improved to 2-3 and three on the season. Whoa. Is that correct? Well, isn't that great? And uh, and Dell has gotten off to a rough start this year. But you're right yeah. about uh, Dell being strong. My guess is he won't stay in the cellar very long, but it's been a rough start for him thus far on the pickle nick side of things i'm not going to sit here and pound my drum because uh as i was telling the gentleman i was going up against before the monday night football game this is truly one of the most pathetic matchups i have ever seen in fantasy football even i mean it's even more egregious that we're a ppr league that the scores were as low as they were heading into monday night football but uh, i had already wrapped it up heading into monday night football i was going up against rustling up an std again and uh, i ended up i was had a six 62 to 61 point edge. So unless Travis Kelsey like fumbled and then got injured, there was no way I was going to lose. But uh, yeah, unfortunately, Wayne only put up 61 points. Not his fault. Russell Wilson's been god awful. Oh no, it's his fault. Uh, this year, uh, Harris has, was supposed to have a big year as a running back for the Steelers, and he has not done well. Only got him six points. Uh, his tight end Hawkinson coming off a gigantic game only had one point and a shutout loss to the Patriots. So he was just reeling from the word go. Just didn't get a whole lot of help. And uh, and I wasn't much better, if we're being perfectly honest. I had a pretty good game from Kirk Cousins, his best game as my quarterback. He had 22 points. I got 11 out of Debo Samuel. I got negative points out of my defense this week. Again, it's the third, second time in three yeah. weeks. I got Either they're getting me negative two or they're getting me 18. It's feast or famine with the Dolphins defense this year and it didn't work out for me this week so I was going in with a short lead but I ended up getting 33 and a half points from Travis Kelsey last night who scored four touchdowns so uh, it ends up being more of a route than it actually was I still didn't even break 100 points so I've got nothing to brag about I'm four and one but I know I'm doing it with smoke and mirrors and at some point the <laughs> I'm gonna have to answer for my my terrible lineups and my terrible scores and I'm just getting I mean, lucky going bitch. up against isn't team. much help no, either. No, I have, I have, I, it, when my team scores, they score a ton of points, but when they don't, it's awful. Awful. And so I've been lucky enough to ride the matchup bandwagon to be 4-1 and one right now and technically in third place in this league, but I know I'm not really that good of a team. So uh, I say sorry to Wayne for, for beating him so soundly, but that's more of a testament to how bad are both of our teams are than anything else around the rest of the league congratulations to the gridiron warriors glenn improves to four and one as well with a 138 120 win over too late to say amari he was led by josh allen who had a huge game for the buffalo bills tyler lockett had a big game for the seahawks and hall had a great game the rookie running back for the jets that led him to 138 points uh 35 points out of leonard Fournette for too late to say amari but uh and 27 out of Devonte adams as well who had a big game last night but just came up short in 
in his comeback attempt on Monday Night Football to fall to 2-3 and three on the season. Wrong side of Kamara and Top Gun had a nice little back-and-forth battle with Courtney coming out 135-127 to 127 over Steve's Top Gun team. Uh, Steve, I saw him out to Pride for 22. He was really debating whether or not to start Cooper Rush or Matthew Stafford, and it turned out he probably should have started Matthew Stafford. Uh, while the Cowboys won pretty handily, it's not like Cooper Rush put up a ton of yards or points, only got him three. three. Yikes. Yikes. Not great. Not like Stafford was much better, but he did get him 10, which would have, by the way, got him the victory, which Ouch. is always a kick in the jeans. But he had a great running back tandem of McCaffrey and Chubb with, that gave him over 50 points. Good defensive effort by the 49ers, but just not enough to overcome Pat Mahomes' big game last night and Alvin Kamara's big game as well on Sunday for Courtney to improve to 2-3. and three. Devontae's new car continues to uh, be undefeated in our league and the number one seed, and nobody has challenged him thus far. A 132-91 win over Tenacious D. JJ has got a hell of a team. Just a balanced attack. I mean, Justin Jefferson has been a fantasy stud and Josh Jacobs over the last two weeks has done all the heavy lifting. He was even able to overcome a zero burger out of his tight end in order to put up 132 points and beat Tenacious D91 who also got a zero burger out of his flex position in T Higgins which is never good but Amari Cooper had a good game and Tom Brady had a good game just not enough to put him in contention but let's give the credit to Meaty Clackers. Uh, he improves to 3-2, and two, Gerald does but he had 139 points 80 points beating up Jeremy's the dead will tell 139 to 107 it was uh Eckler for the Chargers with 35 points 22 with Mark Andrews 15 out of his kicker Carlson last night that gave him 139 points and the victory and because Big J is contractually obligated to turn down any prize available no, turn down no for, I'm not turning it down I'm being forced to that is correct it is part of the deal you cannot claim a prize from us and so, uh, Big J, while technically the high score of the week, only the high score by two points, but it is enough to give Meaty Clackers the high score of the week award, and that means he is getting a Porta Subs football pack. That's a two-foot sub, four chips, four desserts, courtesy of Porta Subs for being the high score of the week at the morning after Fantasy Football League. Shove that meat down your gullet, Gerald, and enjoy it from Porta Subs and the morning after. Who do you face in week six, Big J? Yeah, I'm going up against Too Late to Say Amari, and so uh, going up against one of my favorite players to watch, uh, Leonard Fournette. And uh, but uh, you know. We're we're hitting the bye weeks now, so I've got a couple players on bye week. Uh, my my main my main ride or die, uh, Derrick Henry's out this week. Uh, he's got a couple also going to be out, so uh, we'll see how that uh, turns out. But um, yeah, too late to say Amari. Uh, I, I will see. What the, again, I keep running up against the teams that suck as much as I do. <laughs> so if I can just get past them, maybe maybe I got a chance. All right, and I go up against the aforementioned Meaty Clackers in week number six. It's nice uh, knowing you. Yeah, exactly. I got a feeling the lucky streak ends this weekend morning after with nick and big j we got your bad impressions next on the x rocks bad impressions so far i'm not impressed on the morning after with nick and big j bad impressions brought to you by treasure valley subaru it's more than just subaru they're the idaho center pre-owned superstore and we have some tickets for you animals as leaders coming to the knitting factory on october 24th that's a monday friends and that's a prog metal for you so we'll, we'll get you hooked up with that you should need to figure out who I'm doing for bad impressions. Here is our phone number. It is 208-287-1003. And this is how bad impressions works. Big J has got three clues. Each one of those clues is ready to go and revolves around somebody pretty famous. If you can figure out who that famous person is in those three clues or less, 
And congratulations, you are a concert goer in your future. Hello, the X. Oh, that ain't gonna work. Good morning, the X. Oh no, Big J, are our phones wrong? Are they broken? I can't Hello? imagine, no. Hello? Hello, the X. Hey. What's up, man? What's your name? Jordan. All right, Jordan, you're up first. Good luck. Can you smell what I'm cooking? Uh, Dwayne Johnson. There you go. That's all it takes. Mr. And Mr. that's the rock. Yeah, you're right. It is the rock. Hang on one second. They, you are good to go for animals as leaders tickets. I'm not going to ask you to do the next two. Why is the rock in the news? Didn't even bother to write him down. Uh, this is something I had just completely glossed over the fact that he's 50 years old now. And uh, he uh, had a uh, an interview on CBS Sunday morning. And he is no longer considering a run for the White House. Uh, though a Newsweek poll last week showed the rock is popular to garner 46% of the national vote. Uh, Johnson said, I love her country and everyone in it. I also know what it was like to be so busy that I was absent from my oldest daughter. And that's what the presidency would require. Sure, CEO sounds great, but the number one thing I would want to be is daddy. That's it. Oh, isn't that nice? Yeah. And isn't that sad that uh, knowing nothing about the man, we'd vote for 46% of us would give him our vote to be the leader of the country. But hey, listen, man, we love our celebrities. Do we not, Big J? Yeah. And we love The Rock, right? Yes. I mean, uh, we'll see how much we love him when Black Adam comes out. That may change things a little bit. But well, uh, for right now, he's at the top I'm of our I'm still going to love him, even though that movie's probably going to be a pile of steaming garbage. Yeah, I think you're right. Morning After with Nick and Big J. We will wrap up the show here next on the X-Rocks. <laughs> that is Godsmack, their latest. It is called Surrender here on the Morning After with Nick and Big J. And that's going to do it for us. We had a chance to give away some tickets to I Prevail. That will continue tomorrow. We had another code word that we did not too long ago. Those are coming again about four more times today. 11, 1, 3, and 5. So additional chances to get qualified for today's $1,000 drawing. Congratulations to today's winner, Nicole. Another $1,000 in somebody's pocket just for texting in those code words. We're giving it away every single weekday to a Treasure Valley listener. It might as well be you. Write down those times, text in those code words, and get yourself qualified for the drawing. It's a new drawing every single day. And that leaves you with the floor, Big J. Listen, if you're on your way to the Oregon coast to, to comb the beaches for stuff, just be careful because apparently uh, live grenades are showing up on the uh, on the beaches. There. Is it happening again? We can't, we can't even bring our metal detectors on the beaches without fear of losing yeah. a limb? Yeah, so just don't mess with them. Did, did one of them blow up? No, but they're, they've been finding them around the Newport area, and they're like, hey, maybe uh, don't touch these things. That's not good. Where are they coming from? I don't know. I don't know. Reminder, though, if you find anything like that in your metal detecting world, then yeah, it's time to call somebody. Excited. Yes, call somebody. Don't pick it up, please, and thank you. Morning After with Nick and Big J. That is it for us. Jason Drew is coming in next. You guys have a good one. It's the X Rocks. <laughs> The Morning After Podcast brought to you by Idaho Advocates. You didn't deserve to be in an accident, but you do deserve an advocate. Make sure you hit them up on their website, IdahoAdvocates.com.